Hello and welcome to the Ambitions Podcast. I'm Lizzie. Today I'm joined by Helen and Mandy as we discuss the importance of employee wellbeing, what it means and what role line managers and organisations play. So the HSE have recorded 1.3 million workers in the UK are suffering from work-related ill health, and that was from the year 1617. So why is employee well-being important? Um, well-being is a basic human condition. Um, happy people are more likely to perform better at work. Uh, they're more likely to be engaged and productive and, and motivated. Um, at the end of the day, we are all different individuals. Um, and we should be encouraged to bring our best version of ourselves to work. Yeah, and obviously happy people are more committed and um, ultimately what we all want is people who are happy and stay, uh, not move on, particularly uh, in terms of recruitment. Um, it's better for people to stay longer and they will if they're happy. Uh, definitely, and if you think about customer service, if someone's in a good frame of mind and they've got a positive attitude, they're far more likely to have a good exchange and experience with your customers than somebody who's not um, not working at their best. And what contributes to well-being? Uh, well, there's a number of factors. Um, uh, certainly an office environment, you know, you're coming into work every day, you're sitting at your desk, it's nice to be in, in uh, a nice environment with nice conditions. Um, people like to work in a comfortable environment. Obviously, you know, they don't want to sit at broken chairs, broken desks, um, natural lighting. If you're going to um, invest, uh, obviously think about how you're decorating. Um, is it a nice and comfortable environment to work in? Yeah, certainly. I mean, depending on the size of the business and and um, the the budget, some companies are, are doing quite radical things. So they might have a, a breakout area where you can move away from your desk and, and sit in a more um, comfortable, relaxed area, uh, still be working, um, but just is a nice environment to, to come away from your, bre- your desk now and again to, to, to sit somewhere else. Clearly that's not going to be available to all companies because it wouldn't always be practical. Um, and then sometimes getting outside. I mean, the idea of a walking meeting, it's not again, it's not going to work for all situations, but uh, if it's just two of you and you, 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 know, you just want to have a, a talk about something, what's to say you couldn't go outside for 15 minutes and, and come back afterwards? It's just a different way of thinking. And we've definitely tried that, and I think people initially thought, what about writing notes? But interestingly enough, if you're only walking for 15 minutes... Um, you'll be surprised how much of that you know you can just record when you get back or indeed do you need to always write notes um, often you know you're just speaking and, and airing your views um, and we found it particularly useful and people enjoyed it and at the end of the day um, you know again if it keeps people happy makes them happier it's something different it's more interesting uh, then it can only be a positive thing Environment can vary quite quite greatly in the things that we're saying. There's sort of the ba- the very basic things like you want to work in an office. If we're talking about office environments, you know that that are clean fundamentally, um, but right through to the more sort of uh, sophisticated um, aspects of that. You know, having having sort of separate areas, being in a very modern, very fresh environment. You know, ha- being a bit more trendy. That that's obviously both different ends of the spectrums. Picking up on what you said about the the walking meetings, obviously that's going to lead on to sort of the the physical benefits of that as well. Yeah, certainly from um 
from a physical aspect, well-being is a, a combination of body and mind. Um, and it's well known that um, physical activity brings a number of health benefits and that employers should be encouraging people to move and, and be as healthy in that respect as possible. Uh, you're going to get different levels of uptake on that because different staff have uh, different attitudes towards um, uh, exercise. But employers could encourage this by... Uh, encouraging people to perhaps partner with um, a local gym and therefore have discounted gym membership. It's just uh, something that people can consider. If you've got a facility for an on-site gym, then that's fantastic. But in reality, you know, it's probably a limited amount of companies that may have that availability. Oh, well, you can also, you know, introducing cycle to work scheme. I know that's um, probably been out for a little while now, but um, I think annually... Um, you know, there's a cycle to work day. It probably just gives people an, a different perspective, different idea. And if you know, if you can introduce that, um, even if it's not all the time, it is just encouraging people to think about that, or or walk to work, or um, yoga classes is a, a relatively new idea. Um, and you will often find a lot of yoga teachers will now offer to come into the workplace. Again, doesn't take much room doesn't take much time if you do it after work um, and people are encouraged to do things like that. Uh, I think it'll just, you know, it just adds to it basically and, and the other side of that is people are getting healthier as well. Yeah, that's a good idea. I think it's important as well to think about the physical impact of taking adequate rest and breaks at work. Um, it's everyone's busy they've got t time deadlines uh, but it can be counterproductive not to take those breaks and get away from your desk uh, take your full lunch break um, and I think it's important that um, line managers um, foster the right culture in that respect it's about a meaningful break isn't it it's, it's all very well for an employer to say you must take a break at a certain time or you can take a break but what are employers doing to actually make sure that that break is taken and that the break is taken well and it's actually away from work? Yeah, well, I think that really that starts with your line manager because if I was, you know, if you're sat in a room and, and you're encouraged to take a break and then nobody does, particularly your line manager, I think the pressure is there perhaps, okay, well, we, we better not. Or, you know, how will it be thought of if your line manager gets up, you know, leaves the desk, and takes time away, then that will, I guess, automatically, you know, suggest to others that that's acceptable, it's the done thing in this company, um, and so people will follow. Yeah, and if everyone's encouraged to do the same, it fosters that culture, uh, and an individual isn't going to feel out of place if they're, you know, going to go and, and go take their full lunch break and, and not be in the building and not be available if needed at, at work at that time. And we talked about well-being being a combination of body and mind. So on the mind side of it then, what do we know on that? Particularly, and there's a social connection at work, um, we make very um, good relationships with people that we work with. We're with them for a long time uh, and it's important to have good relationships with um, your managers and, and also with your colleagues. And you want to be friends, don't you, at the end of the day? You're, you're here a long time. Uh, you're here every day, five days a week for most of us. Uh, and you want to work with people you like and you're friends with. Uh, and so, you know, that's, that's important that uh, the company has the culture. It might even be running conflict management courses or something like that to think about, are your team happy? Are you speaking to them? Do we know what the issues are? Yeah, and the idea that, again, that you're in a team, you're very much working together and in it together, it fosters a good working environment. So team building exercises yeah. could come into play here? Yeah, 
definitely and the other thing is is feeling valued you know being at work from a mental perspective it's healthy that staff have their views considered and and it may be that with regards to decision making the end goal remains the same but staff could have an input in how those decisions are made and and what decisions are made and it then makes them feel valued that their point of view is is important and has been listened to the other thing is from an autonomy perspective again it's healthy that that staff have a in perhaps how the work their workday is planned, um, what functions need to be performed, but they have control over what they do and when. Um, the outcome for the company will be the same, but if people feel that they are in control and have input in that, that's a that's a healthier. Um, situation to be in. So it's kind of a win-win for the company is what you're saying that the employees will feel valued and then therefore morale will be higher which you know as we've talked about in other podcasts can then have a positive impact on attrition lower staff turnover because we know from research that's what employees want in this day and age this world of work we are today that's a really big thing on high on an employee's wish list is to to feel like they are you know contributing to to the greater good to the to the greater objectives of that business wherever they're working at that time definitely and staff are they're at the the the, the coalface they're they are the ones that have good ideas and may well be able to streamline processes mm. and have good impact so good management should listen to the people that do the job because um, very often they're closest to it and then um and they know also, I think uh, workload, ensuring there are eno- enough resources in the company so the workload doesn't become you know, so much that because I think there was a recent stat from CIPD that 62% of people claim that the stress of the workload is, is one of the largest factors um, that affect their absence at work. You know, we can talk about this and there's obviously a lot of factors that can affect an employee's well-being, whether that's something that's you know external, something that's happened outside of work that people, you know, everyone's human, they've brought into the workplace, but also what goes on in the workplace itself and, and can affect how that employee feels. And that can vary on any given day. Um, that's just human nature. So what role do we think that line managers play, given that, that they might only have limited control over some of these factors? Yeah, line managers are key, um, as you've said. Um, we're all unique. We come to work and we'll bring our own circumstances. People have different backgrounds with regards to perhaps family issues or financial issues they might be experiencing from time to time. And a good line manager will listen to uh, their uh, staff and um, have empathy and really just understanding a bit of the backdrop and a bit of the background. Um, because if something is going on, I'm not saying that they will be able to fix it, but it's it's just acknowledging that and understanding. And they may well be able to signpost them to other services that might support them. But again, that person is going to feel more valued in the workplace if they've been listened to on, on that personal note. But then also from a work perspective, if you're having regular one-to-one meetings on a confidential basis, they're able to input with regards to any goal setting that uh, may need to be um, achieved or standards or really how they're going to carry on and and move forward in their current role. If they've got a regular meeting with their manager uh, and they feel comfortable and confident, they are going to be happier and and less stressed. And feel valued and thank them. All of those things which don't cost anything uh, are important to to a lot of people. You know, thank you. Um, Somebody once said to me that their manager thanked them every day they left um, and she's carried that with her for a long time. Um, and that's all it took uh, and obviously that's you know a free mm. thing it's not costing the company anything but um, your your team obviously are 
are your business. So it's very important to remember that. Yeah, and, and on that note, from a company perspective, what responsibility should an organisation have? We've talked about line managers, but obviously as a, as a, as a business, what do, should they take for their employees' well-being? Well, I think staff management or management or trainee is is important. I, I think conversely, poor management can actually have a negative impact on staff morale and, and well-being. So prevention is better than cure. It would be better to have well-trained uh, line managers and managers who are in a position to foster staff development and listen and to be able to understand the stresses and strains of their staff, but also to ha- have an understanding of job function, workload and support their staff in that respect if that needs to be changed at all and it comes from the top doesn't it really it comes from the culture of the company so and that's driven from the top down so you know you need to have a company where you are fostering good attitudes where you do care um, and you ensure all of the factors we've discussed are in place Um, you know environment how you look after your staff do you listen to them um, how important that is yeah, yeah, and companies need to have a holistic approach, look at the bigger picture and look at the, the number of factors and the individuals who may have different circumstances. And line managers are the key to well-being and the company's success. I think line managers, from what we're saying, is they're that point of contact, aren't they? And the different contact points that they have with someone during their employee journey. If we're thinking about an office environment, you might work very closely with your line manager. If you work in a factory where your line manager might also be managing up to sort of 30, 50 other people, that point of contact is, is going to be reduced in comparison. So it's going to be more difficult for them to sort of pick up on any issues if they're not necessarily brought to the to the forefront. But they're, you know, equally as important. That's why I think it's got to be the culture of the company, because if you're, you know, if that's, if that's going through the business and you're leading from the top, and that's the message you're giving, it needs to filter down to all levels. And motivated people and healthy and happy people are far more likely to go that extra mile and uh, be more committed and, and provide a better service.